So welcome to our Resi cast today with Future Bricks and Cluttons, and we're talking about Resi Trailblazers and about diversity and innovation across the residential sphere. So I'm joined today by James Hyman, who's the head of residential at Clattons, and Aria Tauri, who's the founder and managing director at Future Bricks, which is a peer-to-peer funding platform for property. So uh, let me start with you, James. Obviously, um, Clattons has, has been, it's got a long and, and very, very fruitful history in the residential sphere. Um, you know, clearly, the, the market's changed a great deal over the decades that, that, that you guys have been in the business. And uh, it seems to me that we're coming a little bit back towards the realm of great estates in some respects. People wanting to own lots of property and manage it for the long term, which is obviously you know, what a lot of the original estate owners did. The market's changed considerably and the sort of historic sort of buy-to-let investors are no longer in the marketplace due to sort of poor yields, falling sort of property prices and the inability to actually secure sort of lending against transactional costs and on top of that obviously the changes in taxation. But the market now represents a fantastic opportunity for anybody taking that long-term view as you alluded to in your opening sort of gambit and taking a 15 to 20 year view now against the direct capital values are heading in actually there are stronger yields coming in and skipping the next sort of five years six years on that capital growth will will come back to the market and that's forcing you'd say more innovation to to actually wrap itself around the sorts of skills that businesses like Clutton's are needing to acquire very much so because now actually we no longer sort of particularly employ negotiators and the term negotiators is more becoming an advisor and the London sort of residential market is now trading not dissimilarly to a normal financial market. And, and Aria, obviously you you launched with Future Bricks uh, what's essentially a financial platform, isn't it? So you know you're letting people take investments into property was that uh, what James describes as this shift towards real estate being seen more as a pure financial instrument is that something you recognize is that was that one of the drivers for you uh, yes definitely I mean the reason I founded future bricks because there's there was lack of access to finance to especially small and medium-sized house builders uh, and they don't get access to mainstream finance such as banks at the same time people have money they want to in- invest into something that's asset backed and get above five percent interest so there was massive gap from the both side of the market so that's that's different and the key thing with stuff as asset backed is there's a lot of crowdfunding platforms you just basically throw your money into the void and if the florist goes bust that's the end of your money whereas asset backed lending obviously has some kind of bricks and mortar at the end of the chain yeah exactly that's the massive difference between secured and unsecured lending so this uh, future bricks platform they're only asset backed secured investments and these are all small and medium-sized professional property entrepreneurs who are looking for finance and they don't get access from mainstream such as banks because banks uh, like to back bigger house builders so there's massive gap there and this is actually one of the prime reason of our housing crisis that we've been facing it's not just about the lack of supply of housing but it's about the right kind of supply that we need yeah. Um, and James, you're the, the sorts of businesses that, that you're working with and advising at Clutton's, you know, clearly there is this, this shift 
towards income investment, build to rent, great estates, whatever, whatever anybody wants to call them. And 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 to what degree do you think the the whole financial industry is is evolving? How much innovation are we seeing there in in making these sorts of things more fundable? And we look at you know things like co living, which it has a few challenges in people seeing it not quite a, as an institutional asset class yet. Uh, how, 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 what, what do mean, we need to innovate? What, I mean, what, the build to rent sector is, is a very interesting model. And certainly, as you've mentioned, a lot of the big sort of institutions are looking to go down it. But I think from a public perspective, it offers a suitable alternative for sort of people who aren't able to get on the property ladder. And it creates this total sort of utopia environment where actually they continue to sort of have a lifestyle without actually having to have that sort of commitment of purchasing a home. You're also seeing a sort of, you know, the older generation who pensions might not have sort of achieved what they hoped, able to release sort of equity out of their home and actually go and move into sort of one of these properties and continue sort of, you know, living a very comfortable sort of lifestyle. So lots of people burning their old books in the street and decamping to to co-living well very much so because i mean obviously you know local authorities from a planning perspective are willing to sort of you know work very hard and get that sort of you know perfect environment so well, they, they, i mean i mean I, I, I suppose many would argue with you on that point and say actually a lot of authorities are being quite 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 regimented in the sorts of commands they're placing on on affordable levels and we looked in the you know draft london plan for example what it's what it's calling for in terms of co-living you know it's calling for quite a large chunk of, of off-site commitments that aren't really workable with that with that model i mean do you do you not think that uh, local politicians need to need to innovate along along the lines that the property industry is well, I think, I think sort of massively, and look, I mean, that's been a sort of, you know, challenge for sort of, you know, um, generations. But I think, you know, again, sort of, you know, the biggest challenge sort of, you know, London has, everybody constantly sort of, you know, talks about sort of a Brexit argument, the transaction costs. But really, you know, the affordability angle is, is the biggest challenge out there. And no government intervention is, is, is going to change that at all. No, it's a fair point. And Aria, mo- moving on, I mean, we've talked a bit about innovation. Um, Clearly, um, there is there is a lot happening both in terms of technology and, and finance, and and you know one would hope that that's going to bring in a different, you know, just different types of people into the property sector, which like I think it's fair to say like most areas of financial services has up until recently been you know been seen as, as pretty kind of monotone in the sorts of people involved in it. How, how, you know, as as someone that that isn't a, a posh white publicly school boy uh how do you feel about being in this sort of sector and, and what kinds of things would do you think resonate with 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 a more diverse group of people what what sorts of things do you think would be meaningful yeah you're definitely right that uh, if you look at <laughs> <laughs> if you look at like property uh, you know technology in property sector it's like far left behind so things such as technology is more recently like not just automation or digitalization of stuff but actually like the whole uh, 
payment module to offering a customer service it's, so that definitely we are seeing more diverse crowd more younger people more uh, creative and innovators in the industry so i think that's that's a good thing but i think we need to focus more uh, for innovation and property in terms of technology that's i think we're still far behind compared to other sectors and what would that do is this about this is about what democratizing investment is it about making it easier to 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 achieve planning consents or, or what technology to do what because obviously yeah so uh, to give you things. an example like uh, investing in property something for many years was seen as very exclusive you needed a lot of capital to even enter the market and even if you had a lot of capital you still still needed access to different sort of development projects or deal but you buy what shares in granger can't you sorry you buy shares in granger what's wrong yeah. with that? Doing quite well Uh, I mean, like you now, what technology does is basically eliminates that lack of access. So now, and also the barrier to entry is quite lower because, for example, like our platform has minimum investment as thousand pound, and you can only do that with technology because you know all the anti-money laundering KYC checks happens online. So, you so it's making it, making making the whole process more more democratic. And, and and James, on 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 that, I mean, tech's obviously something that that that's. That, that that is going to continue to become more of an important part of the sector, um, particularly on on the agency side and and you know companies like Clusters. Obviously, you know you guys have survived all these years off of the wisdom and expertise that you bring to the market, alongside the, the I suppose the sorts of data that any of your competitors are going to have access to. Clearly, that is underpinned by people. So, what are obviously you're part of the of, of Resi Trailblazers. What are some of the things that that you guys are, are really? What's close to your hearts at the minute on the people side of things? On the people side of things, <clears throat> it's 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 now sort of getting people who are absolute sort of experts within the market as a people whole. People like Aria that obviously know absolutely bags about finance and technology. Well, from our from our side, offer it, a job. It says you don't negotiate, so you've got an open book here, Aria. Come and tell him, give him your price. James doesn't negotiate; he's going to give you the money right now. And if he doesn't, we're not going to leave here. It's, I mean, it, it, it's making sure that sort of everybody we employ and have working within our teams has not just a hundred percent knowledge of the area they're working in, but actually London as a whole and the UK sort of residential market. Because again, going back to that affordability angle, actually people are no longer able to be driven by a specific location. It is all about actually meeting the property attributes they require against actually the budget they have. And I think it's one sort of element that actually nobody's really come up with from the technology side of things because people's sort of understanding of the geography of London and the country is actually quite ignorant and sort of limited. And actually the perfect sort of piece of technology, which in my opinion is missing now, is putting in a sort of play where actually you put in the attributes that you require, i.e. how many bedrooms you need, commute to work, other other amenities against what you can afford and that comes up with actually the sort of areas and locations that could possibly find you and meet your needs. So there's a there's a business plan for your next for your next startup area. It sounds like a yeah, it sounds like a bit of a, a, a big problem, but it's it's great to see obviously great to see clusters involved with Resi Trailblazers and, and, and excellent to see all the, all the fantastic ideas that are, that are coming forward. So thank you Aria, thank you James. Thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And don't forget to get your tickets now for this year's Resi Convention, which takes place 12th to the 14th of September in Celtic Manor in Newport. Thank you for listening.